People don't change. Today I want to challenge this idea and explore the parts of us that can change and the ones that barely don't. When we talk about uh, the idea about change and what part of us is constant, what part of us is able to change and what part of us is able to transform, these are all questions that are debated over decades, even millennia. Now today I want to use a really beautiful model of personality typing called the Enneagram. The Enneagram really helps us to dig deeper into understanding of our worldviews, what they're based on, and uh, our motivation, unconscious motivation behind why we do what we do in our lives. Now, when we look at the aspects that don't change, it is the aspect where we're born with energy potential. It's not the probably energy potential that we would call um, in physics, but rather it's a variation or a spectrum of energies that were imprinted in us when we were born. These energies are dynamic. These energies have a spectrum all the way from unhealthy all the way to healthy variations of its expression. I believe many heard in your lifetimes the ideas that there are low frequency energies, high frequency energies, high vibrations, low vibrations, and this is kind of around the same topic. The energies we have within us, they express since the day we are born. Now, I believe that when we were born, we came into this earth sterile, if we can say so. We were born innocent. We didn't have much conditioning. But when we grow, <laughs> kind of funny saying is, life gets in the way. But I wouldn't say that life gets in the way, I would say that we start living. And one of the biggest parts of living is discovering that potential that is inborn. And depending on how we are capable of handling life, the expression of our potential will be either low or high. Low frequency expression of our energy leads to a lot of destructive force. It's what they call shadow frequency. It's the part of us that live out sins, that live out traumas, live out many different things that are unhealthy. Yet what is beautiful about our potential is that it can change. 
our potential has the dynamic, let's say, possibility of working through those shadows and developing into something more powerful, developing into something healthier. And that energy potential is and plays a big part in what we can call our life lessons that we have to live through. So living is basically learning to experience these energies, these potentials. And there are two options. Either we succeed or we don't. When we don't succeed, we keep living in the shadow states, which are really destructive, what we can can call negative. The states are really down, depressing, melancholic, angry, frustrated, anxious. And when we do live our potential out, when we live out them and work through them, we gain the gifts of our potential, which can now serve us and the people around us. And this dynamic aspect of our potential is the part of us that changes. It is like levels of development that go from a shadow state to a gift. And this road, this journey, is what we all go through. Now, if we take a look at this and say that this is what changes through time and changes in a way that the person can be a totally different expression of themselves the next time you meet them after decades of not seeing them, there are things that stay the same. The things that stay the same is our core drive, is our core motivation in life. And the Enneagram really provides a good overview of nine basic core needs that we were born with. And basically the idea there is that these needs weren't met by our parents. These needs we learned through life, different mechanisms, different coping strategies, different automatic behaviors that we now have, they're all the result of us trying to live life and satisfy those inborn needs that weren't met when we were young. Now, at that time, we didn't have any control because we weren't aware. We weren't aware of what is happening. We weren't aware of what we were experiencing. And we definitely weren't able to control the outcome. Now, when we grow older, when we grow wiser, when we see life from a different, already adult perspective. We can look back at what we went through when we were young, when we were teens, when we were young adults. 
Look at all of the scenarios, look at all of the situations that we had, and we can see that core need, desire, motivation play their role. Now, once we grow older, we are able to discover that core need, motivation and desire, and then we can take action to live out that need through satisfying it, not by external means, but by internal means. And that takes a lot of dedication and work. Because we, when we were young, we were dependent, we learned to satisfy those needs by external means. And when we encounter the situation, when we need to change it, when we need to develop it, when we need to finally rely on ourselves to satisfy those needs because we can, to many people this means that they need to break apart the life that they're living. They need to step out of that comfort zone that they are in that was developed for them to satisfy those needs in an unhealthy way through their environment, their social interactions, and build a new way of being that is self-sustaining, that is self-reliant, that is capable of feeling and satisfying that need within. Now, when that happens, life turns upside down in a way. It turns upside down because everything that you thought before that you had to struggle to get or struggle through to obtain stops existing in a way because our world outlook totally changes. Because when we stop looking at other people to satisfy our unconscious desires, when we become self-sustaining and self-reliant in the ideas of being whole, being satisfied and being fulfilled, that is when we can, when we are finally able to approach other people without expecting from them, then they will satisfy our needs through the social interaction, through the game of social interaction. And when we start to finally living a self-sustaining life, we start to see people not as means of satisfying our game, but as people that have their own games, they live their own lives, and we can finally touch other people's souls in a way and connect with them in a way that is them rather than an expectation of us on them, a projection of us on them and expectations that really blur out what the other person really is and capable of and potential they have and sees them for a source of satisfaction. 
but life truly changes when we see the world not as a means to get but as a means to explore and to give that is the power that we have within us in terms of exploring our potential and the needs don't change is just how we satisfy those needs change changes so i would say that every person has their field of genius that they are here to express is the field of their inborn potential that they discover through life and express in a way that is them that is their journey and that is their expression and even that expression of their potential has a dynamic expression from unhealthy to healthy which is two different human beings if we have not encountered one or the other through time can seem as two different beings but truly they are one so do we really change or is it all in our heads <laughs>